Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Vicki, and I am very excited to come to you today with one of our fellow podcasters from the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. This is Mariana Chambers, and it's wonderful to have one of my colleagues here. The cool thing about Mariana is that she is also of the same profession that I am. We're both mental health counselors, and so in between doing homeschooling and raising families, uh, we serve our communities in that special way. So, Mariana, would you just um, stop a minute and tell us about your family and your homeschooling journey? Yes, absolutely. I just also want to say thank you for having me. I'm super excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I am married to my husband of, I want to say, like 15 years. That's a long <laughs> time. Have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we have three kids. My oldest is nine, and uh, her name is Sophie. My middle son, Alex, is six, and my daughter, Sarah, is two. So you've got and a nice family. Yeah, we we have our hands full, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but we started homeschooling um, because when my oldest daughter was ready to go to kindergarten, um, I was working second shift at the time, and um, she had always been home with us, you know, and I just thought, okay, if I put her in school, I'm only going to see her for like an hour a day. Oh, yeah. And because, you know, as soon as she got home from school, I would have to go to work. And that just wasn't okay with me. <laughs> I I wanted to be with her and I love her. And an hour a day of time with her just wasn't enough. And so we decided that um, we were just going to homeschool her. And that's what we've been doing. That's wonderful. And so you've been homeschooling now for how many years? Uh, she's just about to start the fourth grade next week, so yeah, <laughs> I guess uh, we've we've doing it for four years. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your blog. Yeah, so my blog is um, kind of a mixture of a lot of things. <laughs> it's called FindYourMomTribe.com, and it's it's a mom blog for people who want to parent more intentionally right from the start. So I write about pregnancy and breastfeeding and um, toddler tantrums <laughs> and yeah. mm-hmm. on up to older older kids and how to parent peacefully and intentionally um, very much, you know, into like positive parenting. And tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yes. So my podcast is called Peaceful Mom Talk. And it's kind of going on that same premise. It's all about building a better bond with your child and parenting more peacefully. I talk to so many moms who say, you know, I really don't want to be harsh with my kids. I don't want to yell and scream, but it's all I know. And I don't know how to parent peacefully or, or, or do the positive parenting thing. So my podcast is all about equipping moms to parent their kids more peacefully. And, you know, that's one thing as, as parents with uh, multiple teens is we've noticed that the best relationships that we can have with our teens come out of that more peaceful relationship where we are kind and respectful to each other. And it Absolutely. takes a little bit of the stress out of the relationship. So, okay, so I will put links to your podcast and the website so people can check out. One of the things I like about the 
website is that you have different tabs and one is all about well-being. So it's not just a parenting thing so far, so much as it is also like how moms can be healthy in body, soul, and spirit. And so scrolling through there and enjoying the the website, I found a post that it was like, oh, it made me so happy because it it brought up the answers to some questions that we get often at sevensistershomeschool.com, which is how you deal with teens trying to go to sleep. And it's like a, it's a thing. And all of us who have teenagers know they go through phases where they'll be up all night and they'll say, I just can't turn my mind off. And uh, so you have a whole post that I absolutely love. And, you know, as a therapist myself, it's exactly what I tell my clients. Um, so I, I thought we would just kind of scroll down through your post and share that with the moms that are, are listening today so that they can benefit from it and their teenagers can. So does that sound good? Yeah, I think one of the most important things we can do as moms, of course, there's lots of important things, but (laughs) one of the big important things that we can do is teach our kids um, how to deal with racing thoughts and how to deal with stress and worry and anxiety. Because what I've seen in my practice a lot, and I'm sure you have too, is that when people come in and they're stressed and they're overwhelmed, and you say, well, how do you normally cope with stress? People are like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) And they don't have any good coping strategies. And so. Yeah. And panic is just not a really great coping skill. It just doesn't work. Right. (laughs) So, so in your work, when you are helping different people deal with those stress and their brains just won't turn off, what are some of the things that you share with them so that they will have better coping skills? So I have about five tricks that I like to teach people. And I also use this myself because I am kind of an overthinker personally. (laughs) I always have my brain on. I'm thinking about a million things a minute. I have a huge to-do list. (laughs) So I use this for myself too. So Um, The first thing that I tell people to do is just set a timer, you know, just give yourself five to 10 minutes and say, all right, if I have this problem that I need to think about, I'm going to think about it all the way for five to 10 minutes. And I'm going to think about it and I'm going to worry about it as much as I want to. But when the timer goes off, I'm going to do something else. You know, I'm going to go to sleep or I'm going to go do some laundry or I'm going to go read a book or something different. And, um, you know, you can use the timer on your microwave or if you're trying to go to sleep, you can just set the timer on your phone and say, Siri, set the timer for five minutes. And, you know, the countdown will start. And then when it dings and the time is up, okay, that's the time I need to stop thinking about it. And, you know, that may sound cheesy until you try it. But the, the problem we have is when we try to tell our brains to quit stressing about something, it's like then we have this big argument inside of our heads on, no, 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 wait, I'm not through stressing about it. So when we give ourselves permission to, okay, five minutes, I am going to totally indulge my stress and really work on it or enjoy the stress of it, or however we want to handle it. But we have absolute permission to let it run for five minutes. It takes some of the pressure off. And then that dinger goes, and then you can say, okay, I've I've done my time, and now I'm going to think of something else. So it's just brilliant. 
Absolutely. That's right. And, you know, if we are worrying about it anyway, we're probably going to worry about it for hours. <laughs> yep. So giving ourselves permission to worry about it for five to 10 minutes will set a good limit for with ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, when I have shared that with my clients, they always tell me that it's a relief, you know, like they they quit fighting with themselves. They went ahead and they worried about it. And then that timer went off and then they were kind of done. And they said, no, I've already worried about that. So I'm going to do something else. <laughs> and right. Yes. Brilliant idea. So what was your next suggestion? So the next thing um, that I tell folks to do is just write it down. A lot of times when we have a problem or something that we're stressed about, um, it can kind of be like a spider web where it all gets tangled up, you know, especially if it's something really complex where there's a lot of pros and cons or mm-hmm. a lot of intricate details. And so our thoughts can get really cluttered. So getting our thoughts down on paper can really help to free up some space in our brains. So you can buy a journal to write down your thoughts or worries. You can grab a scrap piece of paper and do it. You can send a text message to yourself <laughs> or oh, just type it out. On, yeah. Yeah. Just type it out on your computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes I get pushback from this because people say, well, I'm not a writer. I don't like to write. It takes up too much time and there's way too many thoughts and my hand is going to get cramped, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I have to write it out in long form like a novel. You know, you could even sketch a photo of this thing that you're worried about. Or you can just make a bullet list of your worries or your pros and cons. It doesn't have to be where you just write a whole novel about it. Yeah, because nobody's going to grade this. In fact, nobody's going to read it except for you. So it's it's not an assignment. Yeah. You can tear it up when you're done. (laughs) I love the idea of sending yourself a text message with it too. It's that's kind of cute because then it will be there waiting for you on the cell phone. Right. I do. I text myself all the time, you know, to do list or a little reminder or whatever. I'm always sending myself text messages. (laughs) Yeah. One of the things I tell my clients is before you get in bed at night, go sit somewhere, not in your bed, go sit somewhere and get that notebook out or a sketch pad or something. And then write down all the things that you need to remember for tomorrow Mm -hmm. or that you're going to be worrying about anyway, and write them down on a piece of paper and then put that beside the bed or leave it on the kitchen table. But once it's written down, then you don't have to figure it out anymore. Right. And you don't, you're not worrying about, okay, what am I forgetting? Why do I have to do tomorrow? It's, it's so simple, but so effective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these things can sound cheesy, but they really do work. Absolutely. All right. So what's your next one? So my next one is just talking it out with a friend. And a lot of times when I talk to people, I ask them, who is your support people? Who is it around you that you can lean on when you're overwhelmed or when you have something going on in your life? And I don't know if you found this to be true or or not in your practice, but so many times I hear, well, I have like a friend or two, but I really don't want to burden them with my issues. They have stuff of their own going on. They're really stressed and overwhelmed, and Mm -hmm. I definitely don't want to bother them or burden them. And I hear that almost every single day. Absolutely. And, Mm -hmm. you know, what I tell people is this. I said, okay. If your best friend in the whole world was really struggling with something, would you want her to call you or would you Mm -hmm. want her to just struggle by herself? 
And they always say, oh, 100%, I would want her to call me. I would be there for her. That is what friends are for. Yeah. And I say, well, the same thing is true for you. If you're over here struggling and you need to unload on someone, that's what she's there for. You know, don't be afraid. You're not going to burden her. It's yeah. it's an honor. It's a privilege to have friends and to be there for them when they need you. Yes. Yeah. You know, God created us to be communal people and we, our brains are healthier and our relationships are healthier when we can do vulnerable, honest sharing about the things that are on our minds. So I, I love that one. And that's, you know, that's one of the things that you and I as counselors get to do is sometimes people don't know how to talk to their family or friends about the things that are racing around in their mind. So they can come to us and start learning how to open up and to be vulnerable. And then they can gain the skills then to practice that out, you know, when realizing they're not a burden. So I love our jobs. I think it's yes. wonderful. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> All right. So what's what's your next one? Well, after you've given yourself time to worry and think and overthink, <laughs> yeah. now after you've done that, it's time to shift your attention to something else. So what we know is that when you are stressed and worried about something and you give yourself permission to do it, now comes the next big transition is shifting your attention. So you want to do something else next to replace all of those worried thoughts. So you can do something like a word puzzle or you could focus your energy on how to help someone else and how to um, be kind to someone or how to do something for someone who is in need. You know, I think that is something that's really um, in our culture, that's a very self-absorbed, you know, helping yeah. other people. You can find a lot of fulfillment in that. Yeah. And it's so healthy for our brains to think about, not to worry about, but to think about in an empowered way, what can I do to be helpful? Yeah. Right. Um, you can also do some kind of meditation where you um, think about a beautiful, peaceful place in your mind's eye, like a warm tropical beach on a deserted island with the turquoise mm -hmm. water and, you know, the warm yeah. sun on your face and just really a beautiful, relaxing, peaceful place. Um, and one of my favorite things to do is to plan something fun. I'm a planner. And so I love to shift my attention to planning something really fun, like a vacation or a DIY project at home or one of my kids' birthday parties. I love planning. And so um, I think that having something to look forward to is something that can be really empowering too. Yeah, really, really good for us. Okay. And then I love your last tip. So tell us about that one. <laughs> okay. So this is actually my favorite tip and that is putting your thoughts away in a box. And when I tell my clients this idea, they're always like, okay, this is a little crazy, but I'm telling you it works so well. And this is one that I use with my kids all the time when they can't sleep. What I do is I tell them to imagine in their mind's eye a box of some kind or a treasure chest and really concentrate on what it looks like. And I ask them, okay, what color is it? Does it have any decorations on it? Um, what size is it? And then I tell them to imagine their thoughts that they're having, their worries, their fears, and imagine themselves placing those thoughts inside the box and closing the lid. 
And you just say to yourself, I am in control of these thoughts. I have the power over them. And I'm going to choose for them to be put away right now. I can take them back out anytime that I want to. But for now, they're going to stay in the box. And you may even imagine that you have a key and you just kind of lock them away. It's just a, a, just a beautiful, creative way to handle when we need to turn our brains off. And it's, it's like God gave us our creativity. It's a beautiful gift. And when we use that gift to help us be healthier, it, it just makes life better. So I love that one. I think it's just awesome. Yeah. So when we give our teens or ourselves permission to use some of these tips, what we find is that we can manage when our brains just won't turn off. So those racing thoughts that just need to quiet down, that we get are empowered to manage those better. And that especially is good for teens um, so that they can get better sleep or just handle the day better when they need to concentrate on chemistry or something boring. Yeah. So, All right. Well, thank you, Marianna. That's just beautiful. Could you tell us again about where our friends can find you? You can find me on Facebook by looking up Find Your Mom Tribe or just go to my website at findyourmomtribe.com. And I will put links to that. And uh, again, also your podcast. And my podcast is at peacefulmomtalk.com. So we will have links to all those. Thank you very much for giving us your time today. And God bless you. And God bless all of our homeschool, high school podcast friends out there. If you would go visit Mariana and her podcast, um, that would just make all of us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network really excited. All right. So this has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by 7sistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. <laughs>